3D6 down the line. Okay, episode 48 in the books. Uh, what do you have to say about man, that? You one? got me you got me hanging out with a bunch of dead guys, John. What the what the oh, hell, man? I I should have fucking gone to bed. I should have <laughs> I should have thrown Gorn into the NPC shield. I was feeling tired. I was like, oh, that's true. No, I didn't think about okay. that. All you had to do was like, I don't feel like playing tonight, and you'd be totally safe. <laughs> you were you were you were kind of pressured into playing, so I apologize for the day. No, I was not pressured into playing. It's always fun to play, and you know what? It's just shit happens, man. Shit, shit happens. happens. Yep. Yeah. Well, I, I think so much of it ties back to when we first entered that tunnel, like we saw the flotsam, right? And we're like, oh, they're a bunch of dead, it's a bunch of dead gross stuff. Oh, let's let's go through anyway. Like we didn't take that time to mm. read the clues, right? Like the, yep. the clues yep. were there because you know, if things are getting smashed apart and there are like bone fragments and pe- bits of people there. That should give you pause. I don't think you did anything. You know, like, literally in my head, Matt, I was thinking that whatever that smelly creature is up to the north is just using it as a dumping ground. Like, I thought that too, honestly. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, I, I don't think you made like, any oh, egregious, egregious errors, and you were, and you were naturally cautious about the deaths or whatever being caused by the statue itself, right? Like you're worried that it was a trap. Um, so I don't think you guys were like just absolutely like negligent as players and just, you know, obviously missed obvious clues, but, um, uh, it was just, it was just bad luck and there's, um, and, but this is, goes to show that even if you're really diligent, right, you can't count on me telegraphing, um, a monster before you get a chance to set yourself, you know, like some of these monsters just have like crazy surprise chances that just defeat any any ability to to prepare yourself, you know what I mean? And so you'll just they'll just get the drop on you and then you're just screwed. You're just absolutely screwed. You know? Yeah. Well, this yeah. this whole room was set up like something bad was gonna happen here. Like the it, it, it just couldn't be just like an empty dead room of nothing. Like something was going on here. Mm-hmm. The fact that everything was pushing you in one direction means that you don't want to go that direction. Right? Yeah. And you guys stretch yourself out a little bit, right? Like you had vulnerable people without armor in the water by themselves. Right. You know, it's um, you couldn't you couldn't really face it as a group, that sort of thing. I think the biggest yeah, but like armor we couldn't made. swim with either, right? Like mm-hmm. so there's there was no way for us to be accessing the water and also defensible. It's a great it's know? a great encounter room. It's a well designed encounter room, is what it is, because the challenges and obstacles are not just like the strength of the beast. It's, you know, the whole room was, desi- you know, obviously designed with the intent, like, this oh. is going to be really fucking tough. Because it's not just water. It's like water with a current, you know? Right. Um, you know. I think for me, like, I'm so used to running with my 27 hit points, you know, mm-hmm. that me taking that risk with eight hit points, why did it have to be me? It could just as easily have been y'all or Yost or someone else going down into that water or you know like whatever mm-hmm. and um that was a huge that was just a mistake dude i'm usually a very cautious player yeah yeah i don't think it's a mistake because i try to move my thumbnail and zoom left and right hello everyone um <laughs> <laughs> eric over back i don't think it's a mistake I mean, like you want to have agency right? you always you still want to be in the forefront of any action that's going on and there's there's excitement to be in the person who does right like i don't think you could expect a giant you know, dragonous turtle to to come and try to swallow you whole. Uh, just given the fact that, like, you know, again, I mean, there's like a, there, there's a parallel a little bit, right, to the last session where I died, right, which is that 
we spend a, a significant amount of time in the environment not encountering the thing that killed us very quickly. So we it, we wrap a session, mm-hmm. having swum up a long period of time. We swam through this 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 area, climbed up, did our thing, et cetera, et cetera. Went around, got to the point in which we the the, the like the security that we felt was founded upon the time we'd spent in this space without surprise. Ended session, started a new session. Surprise hits at the start of that session. Mm-hmm. Right? See, I actually think that it's this hard, was a wandering it's hard to encounter. Telegraph that it's hard to. It probably is a wandering encounter. That's what I assume. I think it was a wandering encounter because we spent all those all that time fishing, and that's then I think I, that that's that's what happened because John was like, "Oh, I'm gonna I'm, don't mind me," and so we spent all that time fishing, and that's you know absolutely. I was just like, "Ah, oh, fuck." You know? I did assume it was a random encounter roll. Now, whether yeah. it was or not, John can confirm or deny or stay silent, right? But like that's what I thought initially. I was like, "Okay." This is this is clearly a thing that is like probably designed for the space, but our interaction with it is is not like immediate, right? Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's interesting. It's yeah, it's interesting. brutal though. Goran is another one that was a uh, was an OG. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Goran, dude. Oh, dude sorry. It's not your fault, David. Stop apologizing. I felt bad. I, I talked some shit just for fun, and then it actually <laughs> happened, and I was like, oh god. Yeah. Uh, see, you know, I feel bad. Brutal. Yeah. Go ahead. It, this week on the comments or in the, maybe in the last week in the comments since on weird died you got that memorial like thing going and i literally yeah. responded to somebody being like oh now i want one too <laughs> which is do come true you know what yeah no what let's hope yeah of yeah. course yeah. ted by the way is not with us because ted has experienced extreme jet lag so he had to take off he's he's yeah. deadbeat he was uh, traveling yeah so. and he's a deadbeat anyway. so, yeah uh Brutal. yeah yeah it was rough stuff no, yeah, at least it, at least now it's my turn to feel bad because hey you know we, we got some really tasty fish but uh <laughs> <laughs> Look, gave you all those rations and then he went for a swim yeah but, no no it's, it's uh ever since we oh. went through the teleportation circle and i was kind of joking about this in the session though but ever since we went through that fire thing we have just been in like i feel like we are just scrambling over our heads this feels exactly like the first like 10 sessions of, of Ardenvul when we first went into the dungeon and we're running into shit all the time it's just like beating us down like nonstop. it's always a bigger well, fish yeah i yeah i mean i have a lot of thoughts because yes yes i agree i think we came into the portal right and mm-hmm. we came in uh i keep talking about like the order in which we're engaging with these things Right. I, I don't doubt still that like the IC avatar or whatever that is is probably incredibly lethal, right? Who who we did not engage with before coming into here. But um Yeah, I mean it's a momentum thing. We talked about momentum last night. I do think it's a momentum thing in that like I think for the better, right? Like we both chose first level characters after dying. But it is pertinent to remember that as a first level character where you're not in an area that is at all meant for first level characters. <laughs> I say, I say to myself as much as anyone else. Right. And like, including the like level, like the cavalier degree in which I'm willing to like jump in the water and swim back and check out the flotsam as a first level character, as if I'm not right. Uh, 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 well into yeah. what I even I've said amongst all of us, I think is theoretically the hardest level of the dungeon, right? Whatever, right? Like I, as much caution as I have like delivered in my in my own words, I clearly am not following it through my own actions. 
And, That's a good point. I forgot that though. Like you, yeah, because you guys have uh, leveled up your own uh, personal player skills along with your characters leveling up, and now you kind of have to revert back to the mindset that you were in when you were first level in the very beginning well, of the campaign. You know, yeah. But and you've got some not, backup. You've got Avaricios and a bunch of high-level retainers, too. Well, if you think about it, though, after we just got blasted with a grenade, John, mm. we're all at first-level character hit point levels. Mm. Right. right. Well, maybe not Maybe not Njal. Njal's going to outlive us all. <laughs> Njal, he will. He really Njal's will. Yeah. doing just fine. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the rest of us are all single digits. Mm. Right. You get anything like one more grenade, one more, you know, breath attack weapon or whatever. Like this is this is not the time well, to start doing Arden challenges, I tell you. And it, yeah. well, and it's funny because like, again, uh, uh, you know, what was our first impulse within the session? You wanted to fish some to get some food. We clearly all wanted to camp and rest within that. Both Mike and I were like very cognizant of the time. And in our minds not taking risks when we were like, well, why don't we utilize the time as best we can? Right. Like <laughs> why don't, why don't we like match what Matt's doing and like do a little like, like surveying, right. Mm -hmm. Not thinking what we're doing is like pulling levers and making risks. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, which again, uh, goes back to the first level versus high level mentality thing, which is like, we can't take for granted that like really mundane stuff can be treacherous. And that again, random roles can happen and like that. Uh, because shit, man, I thought like, oh, this is the safest thing we could both do. It's just like faff about while, while Matt's fishing. It, right? it could happen you know? <laughs> at any time too. And it doesn't regard, it doesn't even matter yeah. if y'all has a bunch of hit points. There are traps yeah. out there where it's, you know, poison where it doesn't even matter. Yeah, you just die. You just yeah. die. Yeah. yeah so oh, yeah. like hit points are not a protector, you know, and neither is AC in all situations. So, um, just be aware. No, like, no, no, that's not. what's what. It's not, but it carried Gorand really, really far. No doubt. No, no, no arm yourself up. Yeah. Always, my AC has always been bomb, and I've always had probably some of the highest hit points in the party, right? And that, that can mm -hmm. really muscle you through, like, huge segments of the thing. Like, the poison trap that killed Atticus, yeah, that was that was just death, mm -hmm. you know? But, damn, dude, AC is, like, the best armor, best stat in the game. Absolutely. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. And, and, but, but even like the point I was making is it extends beyond that, which is just to say that like code switching and like interpreting the mode of play you're in and taking for granted what mode you could be in, unbeknownst to you, <laughs> is an important part of the game, right? Like in my mm -hmm. mind, I'm doing like passive activity, which is foolish, right? It's incredibly foolish for me to think that, right? Um, <laughs> because I'm taking for granted that like we've been pretty safe doing like random shit, you know. Um, and so there's a level of vigilance that's exciting to have it like reinvigorate the play style because now I'm going to go, oh, actually, I shouldn't, I shouldn't just assume I can go like, it could be mm. as simple as like searching for secret doors. I could be like, John, I'm going to search for secret doors in this room. If there's anything I haven't you know thought about, that could be my end, right? Yes, like right. regardless mm -hmm. of the door itself, because I'm, I'm not really considering the, like the entirety of that space yeah right? and you should definitely this is why um, the questions yeah. are so important like that conversation mm -hmm. between me and you guys um is like I, I i make mistakes all the time so i may forget to telegraph sure. something um which is why questioning how happens and then of course there's stuff that i'm just not deliberately not revealing to you because you're not looking closely enough so you're absolutely right that if you don't ask the right questions it could mean your death and it, on the one hand it could make me feel really bad because i forgot to tell you something in which case i would probably wreck on it um but uh, on the other hand you just got to make sure that you're you're digging deeper dig, dig, digging deep enough i like i like this whole arc that we're in in del three because um 
it uh, it's reinforcing that regardless of the level that you're at or how far we've played, some of the basic necessities still are at play um, for your basics. Yeah. Like like the food issue came up again. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that you mm-hmm. guys were convinced that that was never going to be an issue any, anymore. You know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that you guys were feeling your oats rightfully, that you could handle yourself in a tough fight. Um, but we found out that if you're measured up, like if you're facing foes against, you know, far into the room and you roll initiative, yeah, that could probably be the case. But um, if the foes, which are intelligent, have the ability to get the jump on you, which they will always try to do if possible, because they're they're mm-hmm. doing combat as war the same way that you guys are, um, mm-hmm. you guys could be hosed if you turn around the wrong yeah. corner. So um, I just like that it's, uh, I mean, I don't like people dying, but uh, but lessons are being learned, I suppose, right? Uh, you know? Oh, I think so. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. One thing that I will say is that when I made this backup character in like session zero, um, willy nilly, man, I I picked assassin because I haven't played an assassin since I was like in seventh grade, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm totally happy to play this character. I'm not, I'm not whinging, but what I am saying is it's after one year's experience of playing an Arden Vool and seeing like what the actual environment is like, I'm like, shit because the assassin doesn't have the utility that the thief has doesn't have i mean the the assassination power would be fun in like a town campaign or a city campaign or you know something like that it's just very specific to this dungeon campaign it feels like um and i don't want to use suboptimal or you know stuff like that because i'm not trying to be a min-maxer i'm just saying that i'm I'm concerned i'm not going to be as useful to the party Overall, well, right? I mean, let me like, let me jump there's in. There's gonna be that. very few instances where I'm gonna be like hiding in a corner, ready to stab somebody who comes no, by. No. You know? Let me jump so, in on that because I do think there are. It's an interesting conversation. Not 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 to present it as criticism, by the way. Love Art and Bull because it's an interesting conversation, right? Which is that there are certain aspects of a campaign that's very specific. So, like in this instance, right? Like the reason I. So we, we, we were off camera for a moment while we were trying to figure out characters. Mm-hmm. You had the assassin already rolled. When I rolled my stats and realized that I couldn't get any extra languages, I knew Mithric being a huge, yeah. huge portion of it's, this dungeon. Yeah, it's the main to, thing right to, now. For the extent that, again, I, I don't, I don't, again, I love this fucking dungeon, but functionally speaking, not knowing Mithric, kind of hamstrings us for 60% of the places we've entered into, mm-hmm. right? At yeah. which point, there's a part of me, like, stepping away from the game that's like, should everyone know Mithric? Like, at which point, again, this is a this is not a, a, a declaration, it's a question, right? Like, how do you balance against the knowledge of a single language maybe being more valuable than a majority of other things that can be encountered in the game in a game in which information is king, right? Right. So immediately I was like, fuck, I can't be a, I can either, I could, so when I said, I, maybe I'll do a magic user, this is off camera, everyone, sorry, or a thief, I was like, okay, I could do, I could take read languages and maybe roll the spell, but if I don't roll the spell, I'm not going to get read languages. I'm screwed because I'm a low intelligence magic user. I'll take a thief, but I don't want to like step over Mike either. What do I do? Now, read languages being a skill, as we saw in the session, I went thief. I put all of my 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 skills in that. But immediately, I'm I am I'll still have a fun time doing it. But but you can see where like any to to follow your point, any experience mm-hmm. with a dungeon now isn't just informing us on the basis of like I want to be a lethal character 
or a utility character or X or Z. It's like a, there's, there is a like bar that we have to meet for a certain amount of content to be accessible. That, okay. Right. The answer, the answer to that, that riddle is hirelings, right? If not, if no one's, if no one speaks Mithric, you, you make it a point to go back you to buy town. One. Yeah. Yeah. You are in a bad place right now because you don't have any way to get back to town. <laughs> of course. Um, of course. So you think so your, so your hand <laughs> yeah. was forced. I mean, yeah. um, but, uh, sure. but that's the obvious answer is that you, you mm -hmm. fill out, that's what everyone did back in the day, right? You fill out your party with hirelings that fill all the lapses that you have in your party. Um, right. and that would be one to do it. But speaking to 100%. the assassin specifically though, Mike, I mean, also don't forget, I mean, there's not as much emphasis on class abilities in this edition, right? Um, we mm -hmm. saw how effective Onweer was as a character without doing anything oh, yeah. illusionisty, right? For, for a substantial amount mm -hmm. of time. I will say too, too, that, um, it's, it's not the, the, I think the RAI, the rules is intended for the assassin design is more focused on the disguise aspect than it is the assassination aspect. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, if you can get yourself back into the faction game right now, which we are not in, but, but uh, up until Dell three, we were steeped in that, that disguise right. thing is going to take you so far <laughs> if you use it yeah. in interesting ways. Right. There, um, there's no, there's no cities or, or stuff like that to really explore and dive into, but because, um, it, it, I mean, it's basically like a rule. It's like rule one hundred one for for Mega Dungeon to design is that if you're going to make a campaign a dungeon, which is what mm -hmm. a Mega Dungeon is, that faction play must be one of the central tenets of it because um, otherwise, it, like you are going to negate a whole bunch of classes, class abilities, class yeah. abilities and stuff like that. Yeah, because because you have to you have to accommodate for the fact that it is the campaign. So. Um, so right. I would, well, I just look forward to that, you know? Yeah. And that's valid. Man. And that's why I'm not complaining about playing an assassin per se. I'm feeling kind of bad for the rest of the party hmm. that I went from being like a frontline combatant with a high AC and a high like hit point total. And I could do shit, like put my shield up against a hole and block a bomb. Right. To now being like a character that, doesn't really offer that much util. I'm not very stealthy. I'm not, you know, like what I'm saying is like, and, and it goes beyond being a first level character and more to a point that it's not really a dungeoneering character. And we are deep, deep, deep into a dungeoneering area right now. Once we get back to Garalad or the halflings or like whatever else, Goblin Town or whatever. Sure. Yeah. There might be some really cool things that I could do. But right now we're kind of a little bit in a pickle. <laughs> so I, you definitely I have a yeah. few thoughts, but I'll, Matt, you first, then I'll then I'll follow you. Well, what I want to say though is, and this this is you know I'm relatively new to this old school style sure. play, and sure. one of the things that has struck me about it from the from the start is that it's not about the character; it's about the player. And Mike, you're really you know like you're a really smart, really good player. So to that extent, it doesn't super matter what your guy's doing right it's sure. how smart you play with him correct and you've got that i mean yeah whatever but More you're you're a you smart matter. good player despite your death well <laughs> i i I've, so so it's 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 weird for me to take the middle position here because i feel like i'm such an advocate for like fuck the class just like you know lateral thinking or whatever but uh, no, what, what I what I will corroborate in Matt's anxiety, uh, uh, Mike, brother, uh, and also, well, I, okay, how, how can I articulate this, Mike? I get why you're stressed. Okay, 
We're yeah. in a mega dungeon. The closed mate to use the campaign setting to mega dungeon analogy we're talking about. The closed matrix of a mega dungeon is very useful because it constrains the way in which we people engage in the campaign setting. And like the the metaphor, the visual metaphor, whether it be like above ground or below ground, is is set dressing in a lot of ways, right? Regardless of you know the content and and, and the beat by beat action of a space. Having said that, right. To your anxiety, to your point, the lethality within that space, right, in a campaign setting, whether if we're if we're above ground, right, if we're like in a world, which I, I again I think a, a mega dungeon is, but is lower, right, because the beat by beat within a dungeon is designed to be lethal as much as it can. Right. Yeah. So the the idea that, for instance, like a skill, like a factional skill, a social skill, these things are useful, stays true regardless. However, the opportunity from point A to point B to engage with that skill, mm-hmm. if the dungeon is universally lethal, right? If there isn't a rhythm of non-lethal to lethal, is far more sparse. Right? right. It's not as if you're going to the what from town A to town B and you have a random roll between the two as you would in a like hex crawl, right? You were going from dungeon room A to B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, missing maybe the turn you needed to make to the other safe space and going to, you know, uh, one through 20 there. And eventually in a circumspect way, maybe you find it to another social encounter, right? Right, Whether it be the halflings or whatever That's else. exactly what I'm but, talking but, about. But the yeah. breadth between the two, we have to be honest about this. The breadth between the two is much larger and much less transparent, right? Much less transparent. Mm-hmm. So it is, a, it, it, it is in a sense like a campaign setting, but at the same time, it is very much not a campaign setting because the risk versus the sort of like engagement is, is, is very different. So going going back to like the beginning of Arden Vool, yeah. when we were talking about mega dungeon environments, John, sorry if I'm I'm paraphrasing you badly, you were like the dungeon is actively hostile yeah. to you. Yeah. Every component of that dungeon wants you to die, right? So yeah. there are no benign, there are very few benign areas for you to yeah. stumble into because things wait in the dark that want to kill you. And that's not exactly where you take a social character that is designed to be like a, a civilized engagement kind of thing. Right. And that's totally fine. And I'm, I'm here for it. It's totally going to be interesting to see how it lasts. I'm a little concerned. <laughs> I'm a little concerned <laughs> and, and that, that we're not going to enter into a death spiral here because as we become weaker as a party, as we become, uh, more stressed resource wise as a party as we become farther and farther from a base of safe operation um these lethality moments stack up two yeah. in one room it's right? bad luck you're you're in an area of the dungeon uh that is not conducive to having player deaths or having character deaths that's <laughs> right, right. Well, yeah. and yeah. so yeah and so like when you're rolling a new character and the, like Theoretically, it takes us. If right now we decided we want to get out of here, we don't want to explore more. That could take us four sessions. Well, what we do, what do you know, know, man? We made which is what makes it different than a campaign setting in the sense of an overland, which right. does not, which is to say that, like, again, I'm a very big supporter of Mega Dungeon as a closed matrix campaign setting because I think campaign settings and X scrolls can get very, like, kind of abstract. Doesn't matter. 
another conversation, another detox. But it is a legitimate concern because now not only do we not know our exit, which has been a concern for several sessions now, we've lost three players now, right? And the, the capacity for us to survive that escape has lowered e with each loss. Exactly. Which does not, which, by the way, again, I don't care about dying. If we all take TPK now, awesome. Like, it, I'm talking no, no, it's right? not this is, this is theoretical. Well, not awesome, but like, it's, 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 it's theoretical, right? Which is to say, like, this isn't an emotional conversation for me. It is a logistic conversation. Mm -hmm. and, and, and the logistics of it are, uh, kind of a negative spiral like you said it is that's a, it's a, it's, i mean it's inescapable but it makes it harder and so what we're talking about right is like what do we have what do we bring to the table all of a sudden the essentialism of class which theoretically we want to ignore as osr players because class should not matter becomes more important because we're in a pressure system right, right? so now me rolling an elf or a thief or you an assassin is a more significant choice than if we were above ground Right. Which, which, in essence, we don't want to be the informing factor, but it is one in which, like, well, shit, any of, gonna any of us are going to live. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I, I better know Mithric, right? You know, it's a challenge. Yeah. On the other side, though, you do, you, you guys are all smart players. Um, it is a game of player skill. Um, yeah, yes, sometimes the numbers um, you can, depending on what you roll and how, you know what class abilities you have can be affected but i'm just saying everyone has the baseline skills of being an adventurer right you can all try the same sort of shit you all basically have the same one in six chance to do cool shit right mm -hmm. um, and and you have your own brains and by and large it's always been at least in this campaign your brains that have gotten you out of jams and into interesting situations rather than Absolutely. anything that the dice have said or that your character sheets have said um so i would just keep that in mind like all is not lost Right, it, it, you oh, guys are in yeah. a very, you guys are in a very tough spot. And like David said, if it if if it's TPK, it's TPK. It was it, it's just part of playing D and D, you know. Um, it's fun that way. And and uh, to and to piggyback on you, John, like uh uh, uh mo like not only have most of the interesting things we've done be been like player intelligence, but I don't know. I mean, something to take pride in. Maybe like the amount of rolling we've done in general over the course of the campaign is yeah. pretty low. Yeah. honestly the amount of sessions we've had where we've just like talked it out is pretty exciting and that's that not reason. from a lack of monsters that's from um you guys yeah. making good decisions mm -hmm. i mean sure a lot of it is like just me not hitting random encounters and stuff like that like just not hitting it on the die but those are designed to be low chance things that happen like bot you can usually they don't happen right, um, right. but mm -hmm. um uh but that obviously the dungeon is stacked with danger and um you guys there's been very little combat overall for 48 sessions uh, relatively, as as everyone, as you guys have remarked, and as the commenters have remarked, um, and mm -hmm. uh, it, it, a lot of that is owed to you, you and your smart decisions. You know, retreating mm -hmm. from combat, avoiding things, talking your way out, right? Um, it's all very that, very that's smart a, play. That's a, a great thing to have. Like now, we've increased like this the overall sneakiness of our party. Right, significantly. We have not fewer. Really, not really, though, Matt. Not really. Yeah, not on a skill based level. Not really. Because the other thing about it is now is now we've lost a lot of infravision for the party. Well, I, I was thinking about that too, because when the elf joined, right, I was the only guy without it. Mm -hmm. And now we only have one guy with it. Right. 
which is well, interesting. And, That's more, and yeah. I think, I mean, I don't, I don't want to like, uh, I don't want to proffer an option that, that, that is undercutting John, of course, but like Mike, if you don't want to play an assassin, it's not the end of the world to shift your class. David, I made the character like know, over a year like, ago. I'm I'm gonna play the character. It's what, totally fine. Is but it's these, not an ego thing. Saying, are, you know. These are just the thoughts that are going through my head. And let's be okay. real. Let's be realistic. My chances of getting to play another character fairly soon are pretty high. <laughs> 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 as we see that's very true Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Of course, of uh, i would say um you know these I, I i you know i change my own uh decisions and house rules as i as things come up and i would say too that for death um i i still like the the idea where you either play the backup character that you had or you or, or you have to play a retainer um at whatever i've designed them to be um but i would say that if you don't like your class you as long as you keep the scores you could choose another class, right? Yeah. Um, but the scores would have to remain the same. That's the whole key is like, I can't okay make an excuse to, yeah. I'm just going to roll with this, man, because I mean, yeah. shit, you know. It's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to seeing it. I have, like like you, I haven't seen an assassin in play since I was a kid when yeah. everyone wanted to play assassins because it's, you know, no. edge lord. It's a great name. As long as you agree to kill Lady Alexia with me. Now help me again, because I, because you haven't seen since you were a kid. I've never seen what, what What even does an assassin do that's cool? I don't know. I mean, the main thing, Matt, is you know how thieves get backstabbed? Yeah. All right. An assassin basically gets a chance to do an attack on somebody and make them save versus death or die. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. So, that's cool. That's pretty cool. <laughs> but but yeah. you, you pay for Very that. Cool. You pay for that by getting way less thief skills, right? And then you also get some disguise abilities and you get some like proficiency with poisons and things like that. All of that is very, very cool. They do in this edition, like, and I was a little bit shocked. I was just rereading it now. It has to be a human or a demi human. So I'm not assassinating the giant snapping turtle. (laughs) Oh, Oh, your victim. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. The victim has to be like a human or a demi human, which in a dungeon capacity, might be limiting i mean we, we never have encountered the beastmen the setites the um you know like all these other like factions that are out there everything has been monkeys i don't know do monkeys count as humanoid i don't know john would you allow that no no but 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 you're we're thinking around the right track so once again the the disguise and the assassination abilities mm-hmm. if you play them right will come in you could come in huge for you whenever you're dealing with the factions yeah. huge like um and also, in and poisoning someone's entire water supply yeah yeah, <laughs> you know? the way it's designed in these editions are great because it's very much like the like the like the Hitman video games or or Metal Gear mm-hmm. Solid or something like that. Like it's all about preparation of a plan and then delivering on that plan um, and ex- then executing the plan. Like assassination is uh, unlike, for instance, a um, a thief backstab. The assassin's assassination ability is much more about set up and payoff. It's all it's you don't do assassinations in the middle of combat. Is what I'm saying. Right. You know what I mean? Like you have to. You have to right. Set up the circumstances to to execute the perfect kill, sort of thing, you know. Um, and that's like a little mini adventure in itself. Um, I'm looking forward to it. It should be pretty cool. Can we send Mike off to go kill Eustace? Eustace, that's a that's another. Uh... <laughs> Come on, you know. That's just a threat, just waiting there for you. Can we? Hey, you got assassinated once. Oh. Come on. 
Uh, last thing before we go, um, you guys didn't remark upon it as much as I thought that you might, but I did give away a big secret just from introducing the two Kumus brothers about where they came from. Should give yeah. you a uh, should give you mm -hmm. a geographical mm -hmm. pinpoint, right? Like it, it answers a big question that you guys were having, right? A couple of big questions. So you should kind of keep amazing. that stuff in mind. Yeah, it was amazing that you said that. I was very excited about it, and then I realized there was no getting back out that way because of the fucking turtle. So. Well, the, the 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 current particularly the current the breathing underwater although they were able to make their way down here without drowning you know so we don't actually know how long the current is you know yeah you were going so, with the current and being shot out like we don't know how long underwater we would have to be mm -hmm. i guess is my mm -hmm. big point yeah but we know we're at the base of the we're at the base of the cliff mm-hmm yeah. So. Uh, so, yeah somewhere around down there sure yeah, you know the plunge pool the plunge pool is somewhere very close. Um, mm. So uh, uh, you should, uh, you know, discuss that, you know, depending yeah. on what you want to do and try to end up or where you anticipate uh, possible exits to actually be. Because once again, you're thinking about, um, so you solve that mystery, like, right, where the water's coming from, right? You mm -hmm. kind of know where you are in the grand space of the cliff and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but uh, you still haven't answered the question. Like there was an active cult of normal human beings who were doing their thing and living their lives um, they even had a break room, right, um, right. down here, and you still have yet to find where the natural entrance would be to this, these places, right? You know, um, that's what I think. Yeah, we need so. to find, man. There's some tunnel behind the waterfall where these fuckers would just walk out. You know, I will oh, say, I, go ahead, Matt. You first. I said I, I like the look of that of the southern door that we found. I like the implication of some of the symmetry that we uh, found that kind of relate to this, the, to this chamber. Um, I think that there are some uh, good clues and maybe some, uh, some, some hope there that we might be able to get out of here. And, and you're definitely thinking along the right tracks as far as um, you guys have mentioned this a bunch of times that you're possibly moving through this in the reverse direction that was intended by most petitioners or, or people living here. Right. Um, that's fairly obvious because you entered through a weird secret door. Right, mm -hmm. directly into like the main officers' like private chambers. I mean, it's fairly obvious you're moving. <laughs> yeah. You're moving into the uh, the opposite direction. So keep that in mind yeah. when you're thinking about possible ways that people would have come through here. Like what the right. what the progression would have been through a um, a cult area. You know what I mean? Like what you know, it, it, it's mm -hmm. similar to a temple almost, right? Like they worshipped Arden almost as like a demigod, um, uh, but it was very militaristic. They went in under her thought. skirt. Um, well. <laughs> But uh, I don't need to tell you guys are doing fine. I'm just you know, pinpointing it more out for the audience and stuff. No, of course, but, of course. Yeah, yeah we're do we're doing fine. Just most of us have died. Most of you died. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> not a big deal. Stay away from the turtles, man. <laughs> no, I mean, like the the reason I mentioned the and I I I, I like uh, bookmark the idea of the reverse direction once in a while is because I personally feel like it's easy to like take a clue as we're in, we're engaging with it and view it in the like direction we're heading, right? Which is that like, there's a momentum forward from where we're at with information we get that will always assume that the, what we have not yet discovered is the application of that information. Not, and not my, only, case, my, yeah. my only worry with what we're doing is like some of that information may be applicable in reverse. Right, right. exactly. Right. Which, is, which is very easy to, it was easy to forget in this well, circumstance. The I'll, other I'll, thing, I'll, thing is- a, a small detail to point that out, David, is actually like the, um, the mythric that was above the archways right? Like you only discovered them when you moved into those small rooms and then looked back the way that you would normally yes. go and then saw them. So 
you, you know, a normal person probably would have seen those small inscriptions. So if you were coming from the West, it would have been the, she was immovable and steadfast. Then you descend the stairs into the long chamber and then you would see the pillars and then you would see like the huge two foot tall inscription that says something, but you guys saw those exactly. inscriptions in reverse. Right. Right? Exactly. So that's the way that you kind of want to think about things is how would a normal person uh, traverse this area and, and what kind of things would they glean coming from that direction rather than the way that you're coming from it. Which um, has been a big topic of our like discord conversation, which is like trying to interpret the sort of like common man's usage. Mm-hmm. Right. Prior to yeah. it being a dungeon in the way that we think of it is. Right. Yeah. We we also I mean, we'll have to do this in the next session, obviously. But look at the the, uh, you know, the, the brain hole that we just came through. Look mm-hmm. back at that. Right. Like, is that going to be secret on this side as well? Good question. Or was this like some kind of like egress or something? You know. Yeah. Make a note of it. So you don't forget. Um, the only other thing I'll say. Mm-hmm. D&D players of all kinds. Uh, if there is water, it will take you the quickest shortcut in any dungeon design. I guarantee you. <laughs> when, true. when we when we first started this campaign, I was like, I bet you just have to fucking jump in the lake. And, and we didn't. Right. And I didn't. But like now I'm like, OK, all right. All right. Well, you know what? Like, we should have fucking gone into the fucking pond. Yeah, yeah, so we could have eaten the turtles <laughs> several, several remember uh, years ago. Some grottos, though, David, to your point. That's what I was thought yeah. he was talking about. Well, I mean, it's a reference to that, but it is it is. In ge- you know what I think it is? And I say this with love you know i think it's too it's too alluring as designers not to like have quick shortcuts and and, and which isn't to say that this is that per se but right like you want to like have ways in which you're like oh but you could have oh because it's yeah. an exciting experience to like experience in reverse and 99.9999 percent of people will experience it after the fact but like the 0.0001% of people who do go like, well, what if I swim in the pool as my level one guy and don't drown? We'll like end up <laughs> in a, a place. They will, that's the thing. And we'll probably still die there like we have, right? They'll get eaten by the turtle to use this example, right? <laughs> but as players, they'll be like, holy shit, what did I discover? And it's such a like profound experience as a, as, as, as like, Oh, it's great. Fantasy gamer that it the, to resist doing that as a designer is like almost impossible. So no, why would you it. resist it? It's it's yeah, a it's a it. cornerstone of Jaquang Dungeons yes, is doing that kind of stuff. Yes. Yeah. So like, I, so I, I love I love that that's the case. I love that's the case. Yeah, I, I get psyched right. every time you guys find a secret door because I'm like, oh shit, things are about to take a turn. Oh yeah, <laughs> baby. Yeah, that's good stuff. All right, I gotta get to. I gotta get to. Yes. All right. All it's right. been fun, guys.